25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right. Sounds good to me. What's up? Hour two has begun. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents you get to deal with one-on-one, face-to-face. It's the way it ought to be. Get to know your agent personally, someone from your community right there where you are. And staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer-inspired. You want to be a part of the show? I'd love to hear your voice today on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity phone, 601-995-1059. Give me a call. That's the number, 995-1059. Whatever you want to talk about is fine with me. Call in, let her rip, tater chip. Give you a heads up. Tomorrow's show will be a little different. Um, I'll have a one-hour super regional preview for you tomorrow. State's going to host Stanford, Ole Miss going to Arkansas, where they've had a lot of success. We are a few days away from knowing, yes or no, whether or not we're going to get one or two or none into the College World Series. You can also text the show. It is 885-ESPN. Huh? Huh? Yep. Text away. 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number. Uh, So feel free. Earlier in the show, we were talking about Stanford coming into Starkville for the Super Regional. They are the Stanford Cardinal color. They are a color. Red. That's like the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds. The White Sox. At least there's a Sox in there. Red Sox. This is just the Cardinal. Cardinals, that would be birds. They're the cardinal, a color. And I said something about how smart they are. They even leave off the S. <laughs> plural. Not you know, singular, not plural. So Fluffy Bottoms texted the show, 885-ESPN. He says, leaving the S off the mascot name doesn't indicate intelligence because the Alabama Crimson Tide did the same thing. Well, you know, Tide. Well, that's different. The, the tide, technically the tide as it relates to the ocean, is neither singular nor plural. Is it? Or is it singular? Somebody really smart, let me know. Yeah, that's right. Louisiana Monroe. Uh, Brooks let me know on the text line that Louisiana Monroe did the same thing at the same time back in 08. Arkansas State went from the Indians to the uh, Red Wolves. Louisiana Monroe, what were they before? 
See, Louisiana Monroe used to be Northeast Louisiana. Were they the Indians? Were they the Northeast Louisiana Indians or were they something else? Because now they're the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. I don't know what they were before. Uh, we played against them. They had a. They used to have some really good players. I was a freshman on the team redshirting in 1995 when Northeast Louisiana beat us in Starkville. Yep. And their their quarterback was Raymond Filial, and their star receiver was Step Fret Williams, who went. He was really good. He went on to play for the Cowboys. So I'm sure y'all let me know on the text line. And we were talking about the Arkansas Red Wolves. We previewed team number 87. Team number 86 on the countdown is coming up in just a bit. But somebody texted in and said, uh, as a song, who's afraid of the big red wolf? <laughs> if you're hosting Arkansas State, you got to play that and sing that, right, if you're the band. Who's afraid of the big red wolf? <laughs> like, like Baby Shark. Oh, I know. That's it. Land shark, right? Baby Shark. Yep, if you got kids, you know that song. All right, let's go over to the phone. Divini phone. Listening not far from there. In Ridgeland. Tommy. What's up, Tommy? Hey, Matt Wyatt. How you doing? Peachy, how are you? Matt, I'm fine. A little history le- history lesson for you, my friend. All right. The other day you, you did uh, Wyoming. Yes. And uh, have you heard of Humphrey Coliseum? Oh, yes. Duke, George Duke Humphrey. Okay. was the president of Mississippi State from 1934 to 1945. Okay. Later to Wyoming University, 1945 to 1964. So. Okay. I, I didn't know if you might were aware of that. So, and so wait. He was a president at the University of Wyoming. Okay, so he was at that University. school also. Okay, gotcha. So, I, I was just saying you were saying that he was the president at both schools. But but he was That's at correct. he was at Wyoming after he was at state? Yes. Okay. Forty five to sixty four. Okay. He and my father my father was a student uh, at Mississippi State, graduated thirty six. Later on my, my dad was in the school equipment business and Doctor Humphrey had him and my whole family come out there and design some dormitory furniture and so forth to some of his facilities out there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have enough sense to go. I stayed here and worked at the bank. But uh, my folks <laughs> went out there, brothers, and stayed about four, five weeks, six weeks. Yeah. So, and uh, very cool. Anyway, I just what part uh, um, the other day you had that? Yeah, Tommy. We were previewing the Wyoming football team. Um, I've been to Wyoming twice in my life. Both times it was I was much younger. You know, basically a kid. Uh, we went to yeah. Rawlings, Wyoming one time f- on a church mission trip. And uh, th- that was um, that, that was a pretty cool thing uh, to see, a, you know, flat land. They had a big dust storm that blew up one day. We were out there. I'd never seen anything like that. And then uh, wow. we, we went back several years later and, and we're in Casper, Wyoming. My family was looking at possibly taking a job out there and, we almost moved, but we spent about a week in Casper, Wyoming. Yeah, it's, yeah. um, you know, everything out there, you're in a Western movie. That's what it looks like. Well, I just wanted to make the connection of, uh, of 
Dr. Humphrey and uh, very cool in Mississippi State. Well, I appreciate you doing and, that. I did not know that. I thank you. Okay, bud. All right, y'all enjoy your show. Okay, thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Thanks to Tommy. So Humphrey Coliseum, named after former president, who also served as a president at the University of Wyoming. Must have done a pretty good job. Must have. To build a facility, name it after. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Laramie, Wyoming is where the University of Wyoming is uh, is um, located. There's a fort there. There was. In Laramie? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is. Sure, it wasn't where you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Somebody texted and said, uh, Darren texted and said, Thanks, Matt, for reminding me about No Time for Sergeants. I'll have to watch it when I get home. Classically funny movie. Also, I agree about the Land Shark. Wouldn't it make sense to have at least a decent defense before coming up with that name? Well, you know, you can't come up with a nickname based on the strength of your team because over history, you know, <laughs> it's going ebb and flow. And I know you're saying that tongue in cheek. And look, you know, you want to be a shark, and it kind of originated with the whole fin over your helmet when you make a play on defense, and nothing wrong with that. It's pretty cool. Could be could be worse. Could be the Wofford Terriers. <laughs> the Terriers. Striking very little terror in anyone, <laughs> frankly. Um, <clears throat> no, and I'm just what I'm saying is instead of me sitting here and like telling you how that the Sharks are a bad mascot or what it looks like. I'm just saying the way they did the pregame thing with the thing. Just kind of all by himself, back and forth, walking out across the field. It was just... The, the funniest thing, though, was when, you know, Katy Perry and and the, the one shark that couldn't quite oh, yeah, get, that's right. get the moves. <laughs> that, was, that was priceless. I wouldn't change that for anything. No. Because you had internet gold in that moment. And it was so apropos because she had been the the host when Ole Miss hosted game day, college game day that year. She was the one there. And that was kind of a weird thing, though, because I'll admit, look, I, I'm old, and I was then. You're talking about 2014. And in 2014 even, I didn't know who Katy Perry was. Everybody else in the world did. My daughter does. She's seven. She's like some of those songs that are on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> but in in 2014, I don't know who Katy Perry is. Don't listen. I'm, I'm already getting into old guy mode then. I, I don't know. But she didn't have any previous connection with the school. She's just a popular pop artist and that kind of thing. So it's kind of weird. With all the famous people connected to Ole Miss, you would have thought they could have gotten somebody like a Morgan Freeman or somebody. I don't know. Chip Smith. Shep Smith from Fox News, no doubt. Yeah, put him up there. But the moment he looks a little bit like Muhammad Atta. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but seriously, the moment that Katy Perry threw a corn dog at somebody and they were talking about LSU, I mean, you you can't make that up now. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, we have a a fact checker. Texting the show, who tells me there are, in fact, 11 Division I schools with mascots that don't have an S on the end. 11 of them. I wonder how many y'all can name. Because I don't know. I don't know. And then that's right. Fluffy Bottoms, you're right. Uh, Syracuse is the orange. 
He texts the show and says that Syracuse, the orange, not as uh, classy as a cardinal. Tulane Green Wave has no S in the tide. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of those. All right, Divinity Phone, John, has a little Wyoming trivia. What's up, John? Hey, Matt. Yo. I didn't. I told Roger I didn't know we were doing Wyoming trivia. You never know how you get to those places, you know, (laughs) but it's fine. That's exactly right. Uh, I was going to tell you, um, my grandfather coached at Wyoming after he left state. And uh, I don't know if you remember Walker Jones that played for Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Walker. His his, uh, grandfather was also Walker Jones. I think Walker's actually the third. But anyway, when by Sonny, he was a running back. And, uh, when they were up at Wyoming back in the fifties, okay. I don't remember exactly where he was from in Mississippi, but uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, that is neat. Um, you know, Wyoming is a very small state. Uh, oh yeah. You know, in terms of population, I, I I may be wrong about this, but I think there maybe less than a million people living in the entire state of Wyoming. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I would, but the best thing about the state of Wyoming is that it is the setting for Longmire, the greatest TV show that not enough people know about, and it's on Netflix, Sheriff Longmire. (laughs) The setting is Wyoming, even though they filmed it in New Mexico. (laughs) All right, appreciate the call, John. Thank you. All right, man, y'all have a good one. You too. Let's go to Jack on the phone. What's up, Jack? Hey, Matty. What yep. do we know about Wyoming and what should we be afraid? What should we be afraid of, if anything? I hang on a little. Oh, you mean Stanford, right, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah Stanford. Stanford. All right, so Stanford. Um, there are three starting pitchers who have, you know, one, two, three have been pretty good. Uh, two are righties, one's a lefty, and all of them you've got opponents' batting averages sitting there at about two forty or so. Against all three starting pitchers, um, so so they've been really good. They have one kid who is their reliever named Jack Little, and there ain't nothing little about him. And he's really good. He's pitched like thirty eight innings in relief this year, fifty some odd strikeouts, whatever it is. So he's not a long outing guy, but he'll come in in certain situations and shut people down. Beyond that, they do have a lot of arms, but beyond that, I don't know that they've necessarily been dominant on the mound, but they can really hit the baseball too. They're not your typical West Coast style of baseball, you know, singles and butt them over type of thing. They they can hit for power, and they just are a really, really good baseball team. Um, they're good enough to go to Starkville and win. Okay, they, they are. They're good enough to do it. State is a better team. They have been better in a better conference overall. Uh, they have better offensive numbers. They got you know more depth in their pitching staff. What we don't know right now for state is JT Ginn. Whether or not Ginn sees the mound this weekend, uh, you know the belief out there is that they would love to figure out a way to get through the weekend without putting him out there on the mound this weekend, and give him that much more time to be healthy. If you can advance, you got him ready to go for Omaha. You're going to need him in Omaha as many games as you're going to have to play. But, you know, you get into a super regional situation and who knows on a game two or possibly a game three, weather permitting, and maybe he's sitting there available and he's going to want to play. He's going to want to pitch. 
So you, right now you probably don't rule anything out or in. It's just totally up in the air. It's fluid, as like as some people like to say. Chicken Hawk is on the phone line on the Divinity Equipment phone. What's up, Chicken Hawk? First down, Bulldog. Hell, hey, now listen here. That that uh, Lou Bell will be married five years tomorrow. All right. And, uh, yeah, and 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 she got me watching that show, Longmar. That is a killer show. It's dude. great. It's I great. Mean, killer. Yep. It's awesome. Long Okay. Now here, you, would you agree that I'm a pretty learned individual and also a smart fellow? I didn't know you were from Learned. <laughs> well, hey, they got some good steaks down there, Bubba. Yes, you ever been do. down there to Gibbs Steakhouse? Uh, I've been by it. I haven't been in there, but I've heard about it a bunch of times. Oh, you finna mess me up, I'm going to hit the music. <laughs> but look at him. about the tie deal, Okay. You would say, like, the tide is going to come into Biloxi tonight, but the tides will be affecting the Gulf Coast tonight. Mm-hmm. That's how that tide goes from a, a singular to a plural. Okay. You got it? Got it. You got it there, uh, I, th- I think, oh. <laughs> I, think I understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen here now, because uh, you know more than I do about stuff like this. All this rain is coming in. How is that going to affect? Will we? Will we? Uh, have, if it rains it out tomorrow night, will we play a doubleheader Sunday if we can? Or if it rains it out tomorrow night and Sunday, will we play like a doubleheader Monday and then play a single game Tuesday? How are we going to do all that? Uh, well, um, Chicken Hawk, the way it sounds to me is that they can play games all the way up through Tuesday. Okay, so if you keep that in mind, if you keep that in mind, if you get washed out on Saturday, theoretically you could still go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday on a three-game series, which they will try to do. So I think okay. the I think the only way you're going to see a doubleheader in any situation is if the first two days are washed out, and now they've got to try to play a doubleheader to get three games in. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, makes I think sense. that's what you're looking at. Yeah. See, that's why I called you, Bob. Tell you the main. <laughs> you know only the only the best information on this show, um, Chicken Hawk. In, in case you missed it, we figured out this songbird is a is a um, wood thrush. That's one of the things we figured out earlier. I don't know if you know that. Only the best on this uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chicken Hawk. Uh, see you later, man. Hey. Yeah. See we gotta we you know what we gotta do? Come up with a sound effect of a chicken hawk. Is there such thing is there really a bird that's called a chicken hawk? And then we'll play it every time chicken hawk comes on. Yeah, probably one of those shrieks, you know. I Roger, I used to have this great sound clip. I don't know what happened to it. I'll see if I can find it. It was this great sound clip of this screeching hawk, you know, and then you heard boom, somebody shot it. <laughs> We might have to edit that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> shoot this thing. Real quick, over here on the text line. 885-ESPN. Unnamed texter says ESPN would never let a Fox News conservative news host on their pick'em show. Probably not. Uh, the midshipman of Navy is another nickname without an S on the end. Bingo. Some people out here nailing this. The the green wave. Men, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. The it's still plural, though. 
It is plural. It just doesn't have an S. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And then Denzel reminded me that, yes, indeed, Northeast Louisiana, uh, they were the Indians before they changed their name to the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. So that would have been 2008. So they just made the whole switcheroo all at one time. Northeast Louisiana. Their colors were different. Their uniforms were different. They were kind of like, they kind of had USC or Iowa State-ish colors. You know, the prominent kind of burgundy and gold, the yellow, whatever you call it. And they've really switched it up. The NLU, Northeast Louisiana, NELU uniforms looked a whole lot better than the current Louisiana Monroe ones do. That's just one man's opinion on all this. I'm not sure anybody cares about my opinion on uniforms. You shouldn't. I don't have any fashion sense whatsoever. And don't care to. I think it's all silly. And now maybe I've uh, zeroed in on the reason I don't have any clothes sponsors on this show. <laughs> it took one look at me and like, we're not sponsoring that dude. Forget it. They may need a makeover. Too late for that also. Yeah, and the North Texas Mean Green. Aren't they? Isn't that North Texas? You want to find weird mascots, look up the Gulf South Conference, the Division Two. Like Arkansas Monticello is the bowl weevils. Thanks, Brooks. Rolling along with you here on a Thursday. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. All right. You just never know. Look. One time years ago, I was doing a radio show. And there was a guy who he just didn't like me. And that was pretty obvious. I tried to get him to like me. Sort of. Not. I, I didn't try hard enough. He just didn't like me. That's all it was to it. Well, this ought to be easy to figure out. You haven't worked at many radio stations. That's true. Well, this was a listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he called in one time, and he said that it just sounded like I never uh, planned anything for the show ahead of it. <laughs> Even though it's not the case. You know, we work a lot harder than some people would think, you know, to always keep up and be ready. But I thought, you know, I don't want to plan everything out on a radio show. You got to have some spontaneity. You got to be spontaneous to a degree. I mean, it's just got to flow and go. And sometimes, man, it goes down the wrong path. And sometimes it goes down the right one. It's just the way it is. But, you know, maybe it would be great. And a lot of people do great. They plan every little word, every sentence is planned out. I just don't have very much fun and enjoyment in that. I like it when we make a weird turn every now and then away from the GPS and it takes you down a dirt road and you don't really know where it's going to come out. I kind of like living that way. 
Well, this show's been a little bit like that today. Somehow he got into Wyoming, which was pretty cool, based on a football preview we did a while back with you as you listened and obviously wanted to uh, get in on that. And then there's this mascot thing because the Arkansas State team that we previewed a little bit ago with you are the Red Wolves, and you were like, yeah, they're the Red Wolves, but they didn't have, used to be the Red Wolves. So you kind of helped me to do a little research and think, okay, it happened in 2008, and here we go on mascots. That's just the way it happens. All right, so I told you a minute ago, I said the Gulf South Conference. You know, that's Delta State. Delta State joined the Gulf South Conference in 1970. They're still in it. But a lot of teams and schools who were in it are no longer in it. They're not still there. It's really changed. Some teams have come in. Some have left. So it, that's what I realized when I pulled up. So prior to a minute ago, in my head, I was still thinking about 2010 or so. Gulf South Conference. Well, it's changed a lot since then. The reason I brought it up, though, is a lot of those schools who used to be in the Gulf South Conference had some of the craziest nicknames you've ever heard in college sports. Let me give you a couple of examples. In the current Gulf South Conference, you, of course, you have the Delta State University statesmen and lady statesmen affectionately referred to as the Fighting Okra. You also have the University of West Florida Argonauts. University of West Georgia is the Wolves, just plain old Wolves, not Red Wolves. Yep. But former members, Arkansas Tech University in Russellville, Arkansas. The men's team are the Wonder Boys, and the women are the Golden Suns. S-U-N-S. They left the conference in 2011. You know what's worse? I mean, not worse. I mean, maybe have even more odd names than the Gulf South Conference. What's that? You think about it. Minor League Baseball team. Oh, no question about it. The Baby Cakes. How about the Amarillo Sod Poodles? <laughs> Ain't nothing like it in Minor League Baseball. The Big Roger. Rumble Ponies. The, uh, all right. Down the, East Wood Ducks. The old Gulf South Conference, University of Arkansas, Monticello. They are currently a member of the Great American Conference. Their men's teams are the Bowl Weevils, and their women's teams are the Cotton Blossoms. University of, nice. University of Central Arkansas. They are now in the Southland Conference of Division I, big time. They are the Bears. They are the University of Central Arkansas Bears. Do you know what their women's teams are? The Sugar Bears. I'm not, I'm not making it up. That's sexist. <laughs> Lincoln Memorial University. I'm the, outraged. Sorry. Lincoln Memorial University, who left the Gulf South Conference in 2006, are the Rail Splitters. And really my favorite of all time. Southern Arkansas University from Magnolia, Arkansas. Southern Arkansas. The Mule Riders. 
One word, mule riders. They were in the Gulf South up until 2011, and now they're in the Great American. What happened is you had a whole bivy of Arkansas schools, Harding, Henderson State, Arkansas Monticello, um, Arkansas Tech, Southern Arkansas. You had a bunch of those get out of the Gulf South and go form this Great American Conference. But, man, they got some names. The Mule Riders. That's pretty cool. Side note, there's a news story out there. It's a real one story. Uh, police in North Mississippi are looking for an assailant who rode up and shot four or five mules standing out in somebody's pasture. Are those those uh, miniatures? I don't think so. Okay, I, I remember to, hearing that story here this week. Yeah, it's this week. So the the one you read were the miniature mules. Yeah, they were. Yeah, donkeys. Yeah, miniature. Yeah, like the one Sister Sarah rode. <laughs> All right, Divinity Equipment phone. Let's do it. Peas and cornbread preacher has an answer for chicken hawk. What's up, preacher? Hey, hey, wide. Yep. Um, I looked that thing up on Wikipedia, you know how that thing does? It showed a pretty picture up there, and it says it's really a name, and it's three different hawks uh-huh. that it represents, a Cooper's hawk, a sharp-tailed hawk, and a red-tailed hawk. Right, okay. But he went on to say the name chicken hawk is really inaccurate. And he did, so I got to thinking of all the times I've, had your nice caller come in calling himself Chicken Hawk. I, I don't ever remember him being inaccurate. Now, you probably oh. heard him more than I have. Mm, so we need I to, just wanted to give him a different name. <laughs> if he's inaccurate. <laughs> just call him Red Tail. Huh, that's well, it, whatever. Red Tail. But that's what, that's what it said. And, uh, it really, um, and, and it said it's really not. It feasts on other birds other than chickens, but they the reason they call them a chicken hawk is that they, they do have a tendency to, to rob people's chicken yards. Oh, now. okay. All right, I appreciate one more that. Thing, one more thing, I just wanted to commend you real quickly. You said earlier, I believe it was you, that you went to Wyoming, is that correct? Yes, uh, we visited there a couple now, times. And then I wanted to commend your family for taking you out there on that very first trip. That's a mission trip. There's a lot of good mission work. Been, has been done over the last 40 or 50 years in Wyoming. Yeah. And I, mean, I know you, you and your family was, was part of that. So. Yeah, I was part of it. And, you know, again, I was tagging along. My dad was really involved in the labor. But getting to go see it, um, and, and Preacher, when we went to Rawlings, Wyoming, when I remember we stayed at this place, and, and, of course, the building they were building for this church was out in the middle of nowhere, and it's wide open. You could see forever. And one day there was some antelope came walking by. And it's the only time in my life I've ever seen antelope in person. There they go. You know? Yeah. It's a really a different, it's such a different experience in life out there than what it is here. Hey, I appreciate the call. A little bit slower. Thank you much, man. Yeah, thank you. So that's where the antelope roam. That's where they roam, Roger. Sure is. Yeah, one day the dust storm blew up. And they started saying, get in the car, get in the truck. And I did. And, man, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. It was so thick. That was an experience also. All right, we'll wrap it up next. Stick around.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. The bird is the word. Everybody knows. Great song. You want a good laugh? Look up on YouTube the Peter Griffin version of this. That goes great with his, his the voice they use for him works perfectly. It is, yeah. This is Trash Man, by the way, for you to okay. look this little gem up online. It's just been a. It's been a wacky bird-themed show. The only birds we haven't had are Big Bird and Bird Fidrich. <laughs> and Larry Bird. And Larry. We hadn't had Larry Bird either. But we started the show today identifying the bird with this beautiful song that I heard up in Kentucky. We got that done. It's a wood thrush. Look it up. And Chicken Hawk has now called the show twice. What's yeah, up? Yes, yes. And the reason, I'm, I'm, finna, I'm, finna, I'm finna have school right here, okay? Okay. Now, that man that called in sounded like he's just a tad bit uh, older than me, and I respect that, but he's wrong. Now, <laughs> see, I was black-eyed pea and cornbread fed in hacks on Silk Stocking Street, which is Main Street in downtown Morton, Mississippi, USA. Okay. The king of the uh, North Little Dixie Conference back in the day. Now, I have lived in this wonderful state all my life, except for them 23 years I run back and forth hauling chicken to produce all the way back from California. Now, you go talk to any, you know now I haul chicken feed. I, I haul chicken feed up okay. in the big poultry pattern. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of 18 wheeler I drive now. But you talk to any of these folks that raise chicken, you talk to anybody that's got them yard chickens, you know, them Dominickers and, you know, Swifties and all that out in the yard. And then you go to the real deal. See, that dog on Wikipedia, man, is that, they, they, they wrong all the time. You got to go from right here, right here in this state. They ain't nobody going to tell you no different than a red-tailed hawk. I, had, I got one. I got a foot hanging in my, cause I used to have me some yard chickens, and one kept it killing my chickens. I got outside with that dog on twelve gauge, and I and I popped the cap on his butt, and I got his feathers spread out on the top of my pickup, and one of his foot hanging down. So, uh, in the state of Mississippi now, and the World Book Encyclopedia, I'm sure if you go to the real deal, you know, like Coke is the real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they come out with that trash Coke. You go to the dog on. World Book Encyclopedia, and I just ask the common, ordinary person in Mississippi that chicken hawk is a red-tailed hawk, and I have been the chicken hawk with a capital T-H-D ever since 1970. That's when I was uh, a crowned chicken hawk. So what's that, 49 years, and I'm 59. Ain't that the right math? Close enough. Yeah, okay. Close I, enough. Well, ever since then, uh, it's close enough to hand grenade horseshoes, ain't it, bro? <laughs> but uh, now look at here, look at here, Bobtail. 
Uh, you can ask anybody from here on Interstate 20, 10, and 40, but most is down Interstate 20 and 10 from here to California and over to Atlanta, Georgia. Now, everybody knows me, you know, there. And then most everybody, I, I mean, when I play football, anything, I'm kicking hawk. I'm the kicking hawk. So, okay. kicking hawk is a red-tailed hawk, and I'm the real deal, Bob Taylor. Okay. Rack him. And I respect that man, you know. He's yeah. a nice boy. But I want everybody to understand, okay? Okay, we got you. Red hawk. Red tail, Red tail hawk. Thank you, chicken hawk. We got it. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thank, thank you, you brother. See you. Somebody from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife. Is it MDWFP? Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Is that who I have on the phone? Oh, somebody needs to let Chicken Hawk know that it is against the law to kill hawks in the state of Mississippi. It's against the law, and he just flat out admitted, admitted it. Admitted it on the radio. So what I'd like to find out is Chicken Hawk's real name and address. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Open up a can or something. Yeah. Come hey, on. hey, no, really, it is against the law, by the way. So you really should talk about that on break. Okay, so Thanks for number one, if you're listening, don't shoot red tail hawks oh. or any hawks. It's against the law. Number two, it is against the law in the state of Mississippi. It, Number two, but it's, it's not it's against, against the law to possess their feathers and not have a way to say, hey, yeah. I, I killed them. I didn't kill it. Somebody gave it to me. Yeah. Found, you can't even pick up a roadkill hawk on the side of the road. Highly wow. illegal. Cause I, I, will, I will admit this. I picked up a hawk off the side of the road. I didn't look like it was bad. messed up. I was going to get it mounted. Yeah. And the guy who mounts it, a very famous guy here in Central Mississippi, freaked out. Wouldn't touch I it. I mean, that's how I found it. You didn't He's find like, it on the side of the trace, road. did you? No, I didn't. I thought that might be the one I hit. <laughs> hey, it's, against, it's against the law. It's against the law to kill buzzards in Mississippi. Yeah, they do good work. <laughs> they really yeah, do. They, don't do. They? they kill all the trees around my house. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, it's against the law. The, the guy that I went to to get that bird mounted, he was like, "Man, I don't know what you need to do with it. You can get it out of here." He said, <laughs> "Now, that? don't even drop it." Like, oh. yeah. Okay, so, so what I was going to say is point number one: highly illegal to kill a hawk. Number two, it's not illegal to talk about it on the radio, but you probably shouldn't do it if you kill one chicken hawk. That's right. They, they will be looking for they will be looking for chicken hawk or red tail or somebody if the right person hurts. What's All the right. statute limitations on that one? I don't know. He needs to start figuring that out. Get rid of the footsies. Get All rid right. of his footsies and his feathers. The footsies and the feathers. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you know what? And on that note, I'm writing this down. I'm claiming it for all the world to hear. I'm about to start an outdoor podcast, a hunting and fishing podcast. And the title of it is going to be The Footses and Feathers. Okay? Footses and Feathers. I claim that title myself. It's mine. Thank you. All the proceeds are going to go to benefit getting Chicken Hawk out of jail. (laughs) Hey, real quick. Real quick, team number 86 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days is Florida International. F-I-U. What's that stand for? Stands for Florida International. What else does it stand for? (laughs) F-I-U. I'd rather not speculate. (laughs) Family show and all. 
Uh-huh. We're trying to keep it that way. As Miami's first and only public research university offering bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees, FIU is worlds ahead in its service to the academic and local community. That, according to its website. Four decades old, a student body of nearly 54,000 among the 10 largest universities in the nation, collectively graduated more than 200,000 alumni. FIU, they're the Panthers. Hey, get that wildlife guy back on the phone. Let's see if there are really any Panthers around here. No, I'm kidding. Um, With that many alumni, it's no wonder they have some famous ones, and they do. Andy Garcia, the actor. Roger, I bet you don't know what noted role Andy Garcia played in a movie with George Clooney. Yep. Uh, and Julia Roberts. So was it um, and the, the space movie? Nope. Mm-mm. Brad Pitt. Matt Damon. Oh, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Andy Garcia was Terry Benedict. Yes. The casino owner that they robbed in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and and uh, the test character's current beau. Yes, yeah. current beau. Tess. That's exactly right. Ter- Andy Garcia, Terry Benedict, in Ocean's Eleven, graduated from FIU. He sure did. Of course, you got the Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, the number one target of Andrew Luck. Uh-huh. He's from there also. Now, did you know that Manny Diaz is a Florida International University graduate? No, but I'm not talking about the current head coach at the University of Miami, the former Mississippi State defensive coordinator. I'm talking about his dad, his dad, the politician there in the Miami area. Manny Diaz, the first or senior, went to uh, Florida International. Yep. Man, I didn't realize that that FIU system was that big, though. I mean, it's huge. What is it, 54,000 students? Good grief. All right, so on to their football team this year. Uh, if you look at them, they had a pretty good year last year. They started the season 2-2 two and two after losing at the University of Miami. They were 2-2. Two and two. And then they won six of their next seven ball games. They finished the year winning six of eight. They had four straight wins over Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Middle Tennessee, Rice, and Western Kentucky. You can see that they're in Conference USA. They lost to Florida Atlantic, though, kind of in-state rivalry. And Florida Atlantic, Lane Kiffin, killed them, 49-14. But FIU responded with 40-point outings against UTSA and Charlotte, won those, lost to Marshall in a three-point game to end the year, and then won their bowl game against the Toledo Rockets, 35-32. So uh, that was their season a year ago. Pretty successful. Go to, if you're at FIU, you know, and you're in Conference USA, and you win eight games, nine games, including a bowl win, you you did something. And this year, uh, they're going to start against Tulane out of conference. Start the year, but they'll play Tulane 
in uh, New Orleans. Uh, later in the year, next to the last season of the year, they're going to be the opponent for Miami. So it's a pretty cool deal. If you know, if you're Florida International, you're in Miami. But the Miami Hurricanes are the big deal, and so the Hurricanes, Manny Diaz, who will be first year head coach, will host FIU on November the 23rd. So there you go. That's team number 86 on the countdown. Tomorrow will be 85. It'll be an abbreviated show for you tomorrow, kind of a super regional preview. Some different things going on. We'll get back to to normal on Monday. For Roger, I'm Matt. We will see y'all tomorrow. See ya. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.